It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Uh, the accent is French, by the way. It's the first time you've joined the show. Bienvenue. Question for you. Would you continue to date someone after two months if they didn't want to be exclusive? So I posted this very question on my social media that you can all find at therendezvousshow.com. And here are the results, and thank you for voting massively. 82% of you said dump after two months. You would not continue to date someone if they don't want to be exclusive. 18% of you said I would still date. And I belong in the 18%. I would not determine everything in just two months, even three. I'm easy breezy when it comes to that. You know, it has to come slowly but surely. And that is my first take on The Rendezvous. You calls and you questions are next. 855-905-8255. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Any question for me? That's the number. Bethany, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Bethany. So, how can I help you tonight? Um, this <laughs> this gives me a lot of anxiety. Um, I wear a lot of makeup on my face because I'm not exactly comfortable with how I look without makeup. Uh-huh. And um, I guess I've never gone that far where a boyfriend has seen me without makeup. But I'm doing really well with this guy, and I kind of want to cross that bridge, but I, I don't know how to do it because I'm so scared about it. That's interesting. I get it. What What is your fear? That I'm ugly and that they'll leave me. Oh, darling. It's impossible. Listen, I want to tell you something once and for all. And Okay, I'm a guy, okay? And I've also dated in my life, you know, women who wore a lot of makeup. <laughs> so here's the thing. We don't care, all right? We love you, we like you, we find you beautiful. The makeup, don't think it changed the way we look at you. It doesn't. So I want you to be totally relaxed about this. It's not the makeup that makes you beautiful. It's you who is beautiful, with or without makeup. Are you sure? I am 100% sure. Listen, you can ask any guy. We don't care. Because the eyes of the man are maybe different than eyes of women. So for instance, you know, we look and, and we have desire based on different things. But I can guarantee you, makeup will not be a deal breaker. That I guarantee you. Okay. So well, I'm going to cook him dinner. <laughs> yes. I'm going to cook him dinner and then not wear makeup. <laughs> exactly. Or if you, if you want to go step by step, you reduce the amount of makeup little by little. Right? So you say today a bit less of eyelash, but less of this, less mascara, you know? So that's option two. Just go step by step and then up to nothing. Okay. It's whatever you prefer. But remember, the eyes of a man do not look at you and say, oh my God, you know, without the makeup, she's not going to be as beautiful. He finds you beautiful, attractive, things are going well. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank oh, you. You can blame me. If anything happens, you're going to call me back, but I guarantee this. <laughs> All right? Okay. Best of luck and please no worry. Have you ever felt like, Bethany, that like showing your real self to your new partner is one of the most scary things that you've ever had to do, you know, put the defense down? Let's talk about when to do it and how to do it next. If like my last call to Bethany, you know, taking off your makeup is, is a big deal in front of a new partner because she said, you know, I'm afraid to, he thinks I'm ugly. You have to remember, when is it the right time to do this? When you feel comfortable enough because the partner loves you for who you are, wants you for who you are, and not just a spot of makeup on your face. 
you know, it's the whole human being you are. So when you feel comfortable, when your intuition tells you it's time to take it out, do it. How to do it? I really believe in step by step. If it's a big defense mechanism you have, and I respect that, then don't take it out all in one time. Maybe a bit less and less and less, and then you'll feel totally at ease. Now, I have a story, which this one I'm proud of, that relates exactly to that with a girlfriend of mine many years ago. That sweet story is next. So almost, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago or more, I dated this wonderful, wonderful blonde, blue-eyed woman, and her name was Kate. And we had a wonderful time together. And she wrote me that note. I still have the note. In the morning, the first time, you know, we had a romantic moment. She wrote to me on a, on a just with a, a pencil, that something like, thank you so much for making me feel so at ease. It's the first time that somebody sees me without any makeup, and I feel 100% comfortable. See you tonight. And that is one of the sweetest notes I ever got. So, you know, I, I kept that, and, and I'm grateful for that note, and that we had a wonderful time and a wonderful story back then. Wonderful, Kate. Anyway, enough reminiscing, and back to you calls with your questions, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sierra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sierra. So how can I help you tonight? So my, my question is, how do I deal with an overprotective mother? Uh, my partner and I, Richard, have been dating for about six months. We took things really slow at first, mm-hmm. and things have been going really well, and we you know, we wanted to take the next step, so we decided it was time to meet our parents. Uh, however, Richard has been telling me that his mother is super protective. Uh, he is her only child, so he's her baby boy. <laughs> and uh, he's told me that his mother has scared away girlfriends in the past. And I, while I'm, I'm ready, I'm going to try not to be scared. I am just I'm nervous that she won't like me. I see. So, <laughs> all right, Sarah, so uh, when it comes to the mother of Richard... Um, you have to remember, it doesn't really matter because the only thing that matters is Richard and you, right? You, it's, it's not exactly you have to be worried about, you know, being liked by her. It's important that Richard puts a great space for you to be welcomed by her. And, of course, there is, you have to be polite and respectful and kind, but I'm sure you are. But I don't want you to spend a second just thinking and worried about it. Don't worry about it. That's the advice of my parents for their own, you know, uh, my, my father had to deal with my mother's father, which is a very tough guy. But both agreed, we don't care. It's about us, not about our parents. And that's the key of liberation. So my advice to you is simple. Don't spend a minute more of wondering what to do. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome. Now relax and enjoy the, uh, the meeting, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Sierra. Good luck and have a good night. You too. Au revoir. Au revoir. You know, that reminds me of also like the movie Meet the Parents. So let's talk about what to do when you meet the parentals. That's next. What do you think is the right strategy when you're together for a while, you guys are exclusive, and it's time to meet the parentals? So I come from, a, I mean, an old school and at the same time very liberal idea of families because my mom was a big, big feminist, believed that really uh, what my father's mom thought or cared about her doesn't matter. My mom I've come from an idea that's all about you and I, and if they don't like me, too bad. And I've seen it work. 
So basically, my mom was always polite and friendly to Charlotte, the mom of my father. My father was the same with Marcel, my grandfather, the, mom, the father of my mom. But I've learned from my parents not to spend too much time worried about what the family thinks because it's about you and I, not about everybody else. I don't know if you agree with this or not. And I'm actually going to put a question on social media about this that you can all find at therendezvousshow.com. Now, I want to share an experience that I've had that <laughs> I met the parentals one day and you're going to understand what happened. It's kind of funny. Next. So as you know, and from my accent, I come from Paris, France. Over there, very liberal. I mean, you know, the parentals, they don't play a big role. <laughs> and everybody's okay. They, for instance, when you're 16, 17, you can invite your girlfriends over, spend the night. Everybody's happy. It's the same in Sweden. Very liberal. So I came here, and uh, when I was 30 or 31, I had this lovely girlfriend um, back in Ohio. And uh, one day, and I know you should not do that in America, I leaned to kiss her, right? Her, I think her parents were outside on the porch. And then she said, Simon, don't kiss me in front of the parentals. And she froze. And I thought she was kidding, so I tried again. She said, don't. And I laughed so hard. I said, what's going on? She said, in America, you can't kiss in front of the parentals. I said, in, front, in Paris, you get way more in front of the parentals. No one cares. But listen, this is America, and I love this country. I'm an American citizen. So I don't kiss anymore in front of parentals. But that's to show you the cultural difference between the strategy with the parentals in France and here. Anyway, back to you and your questions, 855-905-8255. Any question, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lindsay. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lindsay. So what's going on tonight? So here's the thing. Me and my husband, we've been together about 15 years now. We've been married for seven. Uh-huh. And his birthday's coming up, and I don't know what to do. I know that you'd be a good person to ask because, you know, I want to keep the love alive, but he's this type of guy where he is like, he doesn't need anything, he doesn't want anything. If I ask him what he wants, he says nothing, I don't want anything. So it's like, what do I do? I want him to know that I love him and that I appreciate him and I want to celebrate him. Uh-huh. But it's like, what do you do in this situation? That's interesting. So, Lindsay, um, let's say it was you. You would know what would make you happy? Yeah, yes. I think so. I hope so. <laughs> exactly. Now, I reverse it. You know him well. Um, you know he doesn't need anything. So what makes your husband happy, according to you? Oh, boy. I mean, I know he loves his car. I know, you know, he loves sports. Okay, so uh, sports. Does he has a favorite team? Yes, he does. What is it? The Vikings. Okay. How about getting the best tickets ever for a game for the Vikings? Mm, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. I, didn't, I can't believe I didn't think of that. That's like a really good idea. They're a little expensive, but I mean, I think, you know what? I think he'll really appreciate that. I, well, I can't believe I didn't think of it. <laughs> that's all right. But I've always said, listen, you got to, what? Does your partner really like either to have, to do, to watch, to listen to, and then you pick up on this and you'll know what to do, okay? That's a really good idea. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to get him those tickets. That's a great idea. You, you're most welcome. I think you will love it. Listen, I'm a big, big basketball fan. I'm a Cavs fan from Cleveland. So you want to make me happy? Playoff tickets for the Cavs if we ever get there again. <laughs> that would make me happy. So, you know, for him, it's the Vikings. So I understand. Exactly. Yes. All right, Lindsay. Well, I think we solved the question. 
Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Enjoy and, and have a good night. You too. Thank you. I got to go to my email next. Somebody is very concerned about giving another second chance to their partner. So you know we're going to get to that next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me, but you can't dial in, just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on with Anya and that boyfriend of hers? Anya says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Anya. I found out my boyfriend cheated on me with someone he used to hook up with, so we broke up. That was over four months ago, and he's been trying to get me back ever since. I do miss him, and he swears it will never happen again, but I've taken him back before after he did something shady, and look what happened. Do you think there's any way that if I take him back again that he will not cheat again? Ah, that's the very, very key question. So basically, if somebody cheats on you once, do you think they will do it again if you take them back? I'm going to give you my advice on this. Stay with me. What would you do if you found out your partner cheated on you with somebody from the past that they knew from Facebook and all, uh, but then you miss the partner, you take them back, and then you wonder, you know, after they did something shady, will they do it again? And so the question is this. If you want to take somebody back, you've got to ask yourself, what has changed in them that you would give them a second chance? And then you've got to ask yourself, why would I want to go back to somebody who broke my heart and my confidence once? And if you have two good answers for those two good questions, I guess you can take them back. If not, don't do it. Follow your intuition and be safe and find somebody who will not cheat on you. That's my take. You call the next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. You want to share a romantic story with me? 855-905-8255. Anne, bonjour. Hi, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Anne. I want to hear that love story of yours. What happened? Okay, so I worked on a yacht in Cape Town, South Africa, and uh-huh. uh, ended up meeting a, meeting a guy in the marina that I worked in. And we went on a date. Um, he asked me how adventurous I was on a scale of 1 to 10, and I told him that I was an 11. So his next question was like, okay, well, if you're an 11, will you go skydiving? And we ended up going skydiving uh, uh-huh. on our first date. It was like the craziest date I've ever been on. I would say so. And I mean, you're not afraid of any, I mean, I've never skydived at all. Uh, I'm too afraid of crashing, but you, you just do it like that. Yeah, it, it was my first time. I've always wanted to skydive. So I knew that like as, as long as I was going with someone else, like I would be okay. Yeah. I would have well, been a I'm, chicken. I, I understand. So, and then once you guys landed to so tell me the rest of the story, so you guys, after the skydive, you landed and what happened? After we landed, I asked him like what he would have done if I would have told him I wasn't willing to go skydiving, and he said that he would have just gone by himself. <laughs> so really, yeah, okay. And then we we actually dated for about three years. Wow, that is beautiful. Do you? What's the lesson when you think of this story? What lesson do you have? Do you think it's a fair question to ask somebody on a on a first date? Yeah, I mean, and life is so short. Like you have to take chances and take risks. That's like live true. outside your comfort zone. That is true. I'm all about the here and now. Thank you so much, Anne, for sharing that story. And, and I'm glad you're safe and, and you had a good story back in South Africa, which I know because I've been there. Thank you so much and have a good night. Thank you. Thanks, Simon.
Coming up, I got one little piece of advice that I want to share with you on the show next. So stay with me. Don't go anywhere. Thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Thank you for tuning in to The Rendezvous every night. Really, I mean, it means the world to me and my fabulous team of producers. We are get really excited. I mean, you can see videos. I have a producer here who <laughs> asks me questions. That's for Jill. You can check those videos actually on therendezvousshow.com. Now, we have a lot of fun down at the studio. It's a grand madness here, but let's finish with a little piece of advice for me and for everybody else about relationships. So, you know, we talk about communication and all that, and, and I want to finish with this quote. Asking your partner, what do you need more from me, saves everyone a lot of time. So that's my last advice tonight is remember, when you don't know what your partner is saying or needing, just ask, what do you need more from me? And then you'll know. That's, that's what I'm going to do more now is with everybody. What do you need more from me? Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Really, thank you very much and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.